It's the E-Commerce Minute, your daily dose of e-commerce, tech, and retail news with your hosts, John Suter, Bart Moraz, and Brittany Blackman. The E-Commerce Minute is a production of Sumo Heavy, a digital commerce consulting firm located in Brooklyn, New York, and Philadelphia. Find us on the web at sumoheavy.com. It's E-Commerce Minute, episode 733. In today's episode, Amazon partners with Vogue to launch Common Threads storefronts. Amazon has been trying to get into the luxury fashion market for quite some time now. In fact, back in January, we reported that Amazon was planning to launch a luxury fashion platform in the first half of the year. Now it's all coming to fruition. First, Amazon Fashion committed to donating $500,000 to quote a common thread, which as of April 20th had raised $4.1 million, according to the New York Times, to distribute in grants among eligible U.S.-based brands that applied for them. Then, the e-commerce giant announced its partnership with Vogue and the Council of Fashion Designers of America to launch Common Threads, Vogue times Amazon Fashion, a digital storefront representing 20 small and medium-sized fashion businesses like Derek Lamb, 3.1 Philip Lim, Edie Parker, and Alejandra Alonso Rojas. The storefront name references a Common Thread, the nonprofit organization that Vogue and the CFDA established last month to provide support and raise both awareness and funds for fashion industry members suffering during the COVID-19 pandemic. Vogue Director of Fashion Development Ali Mitchler said that the community has been affected at every level from devastating liquidation issues and impacted sales to forthcoming concerns for their employees' job security. Amazon Fashion is joining forces with a common thread to support the independent American designer community. We've partnered to create a first-of-its-kind digital storefront, a destination to reach a vast customer base. And again, that's according to Ali Mitchler. Common Threads aims to help its featured designers not only with access to Amazon's massive customer base of 12 million Prime users in the U.S., but also with its rapid-fire production fulfillment. Designer Derek Lamb told Vogue that, quote, every sale in this capacity is going to help my business, end quote. Most importantly, it would help to preserve the jobs of the designers, artisans, technical teams, sales, and marketing teams in the company. The consumers went too. Now users can directly support brands struggling during the pandemic, and the bonus is discovering Vogue's favorites that might not have previously been on one's radar. I have questions. I think this is great. I mean, I think it's great that Amazon's doing this. I'm not familiar with any of these brands because I'm not in that demographic. So you'll have to help me out on that part. Are these types of clothes like $300 cashmere t-shirts or what kind of fashion is this? It's very like medium on the line. Like it's not super high end, but they're known. $125 t-shirts kind of thing. So Edie Parker, for example, I do know. And they have $1,200 handbags. Okay. Well, so it is more high end fashion. It's hard for me to say that you feel bad about people who charge $300 for a t-shirt, but they're people too, and they have employees and they have businesses to run. Is this a temporary thing or is this just part of this common threads, I guess you would call it this charitable thing, or what's the future of this? Right. And that's the thing. So when you go to Amazon fashion, it's a part of Amazon fashion and you know how they made that whole separate, John. And it's topping their pages, Vogue times fashion. It's all of their storefronts right now. Mm -hmm. So it might just be a phase. Like it reminds me of when they edited the whole pages to have the influencers on it. Yeah. (laughs) Remember we talked about that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I think it's kind of along the lines of just a phase. So Amazon, as we've reported repeatedly, has been making inroads in the fashion business. Are they the biggest online seller of clothing? Or if not, they're pretty damn close to it. 
and yeah. luxury was one thing that always eluded them. And now to bring all of these fashion brands into their fold, into their nest, whatever you want to call it. The trouble is that merchandising this stuff, these brands generally don't have as much control as they normally would like. And they're mm -hmm. going to an audience that is probably not used to these types of goods. I, as a person who has done branding as part of a profession, when you're talking about branding, there's some cachet involved. So let's just take a super obvious one, you know, Mercedes-Benz. You take it to the Mercedes-Benz mechanic and you're, and you're paying extra for all these things because you're paying for the cachet of the brand, but you're also paying for the quality. If you're suddenly selling a Mercedes-Benz on Amazon, it's not quite the same cachet because it's like cutting through Walmart to go get your Mercedes-Benz and oil change in the back. It kind of dilutes the brand. But then again, we're at a time where people need to take advantage of opportunities. So maybe these fashion brands are saying, uh, we'll just do this until we can get to the next phase or whatever it is. The concern is that, again, being associated with Amazon diminishes your brand cachet. Have you heard any similar things like that in what you've read or what's the feeling out there? Oh, yeah. I referenced this one publication here, Glossy, and they were kind of dragging the whole Vogue move because of all the reasons you just said pretty much. Like there's already been such pushback from luxury people trying to be on Amazon, from Amazon having complete control and stuff like that, that a lot of these fashion experts are saying that it's just literally going to be a waste of time and money. Like Tina Lutz, the founder of Lutz Morris, told Glossy that, quote, nothing about it is a good fit for a luxury product, <laughs> okay. referring to Amazon. So, <laughs> yeah. No beating around the bush there. Yeah, um, that's tea. Um, you know, again, uh, who's going to buy a $1,200 handbag off of Amazon if it's the same price as anywhere else? The tea about it is that half the experience of buying luxury is being in the luxury store, getting assisted, drinking a glass of wine. Like, I was trying, like, to, trying to make that analogy and I did it very poorly with my Mercedes oils change, but you're 100% correct in that. Right. Part like of the even, experience is the experience. It's it's, the experience and feeling right. extra. If I saved up because it would take me like a year to save up for a Louis Vuitton bag, I would walk my ass in Louis Vuitton and be like, hey, Louis Vuitton workers, I'm here to buy this bag, so treat me good. Hell yeah. Like, that's what it is, you know? You put it um, much better than I did. That's exactly even, right. Even a couple months ago, <laughs> I went to King of Prussia, you know, before everything, and I just walked into the Louis Vuitton store, and I was looking at this one bag, pretending like I was going to buy it, and six people flocked over to me, and they were like, do you need anything? Do you want one? And I was like, ooh, I can imagine if I was actually planning on buying this. It's the experience. And Amazon, you're like, oh, I'm on Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> because people shop on Amazon for... Price, not so much. Like I bought a scrunchie holder on Amazon the other day. <laughs> yeah, I bought a garden hose. Actually, a good experience. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what they're good for. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're great for. And uh, their shipping is back on track. I got the hose in two days. So yeah, I've been getting my stuff quick too. My plants thank me. All right, that's a good story. So we'll keep an eye on this. Again, this is out of my wheelhouse, so I can't really comment much more. Except the fact of the dilution of the brand cachet is concerning to me, but you got to do what you got to do in these quote unquote unprecedented times. <laughs> I just look back to the precedented times. How about you? 
I miss precedented times. I miss <laughs> them so times. much. <laughs> too. I was just telling you the story that we actually went out and had a drink in public with around other humans. While it was a joyous thing to like actually sit in the sunshine and have a beer and be around other people, all those people were 10 feet away and the staff was very stressed and they all had masks and it was just the new normal and I didn't like it. But again, it was still nice to get outside. All right, yeah, a little that. bit of a tangent here. Uh, we'll close with a little stat time. Luxury sales for this year's spring season are as much as 70% lower than last year. Not surprising considering the consumers had little opportunity to explore these spring and summer collections in stores, and they're not going anywhere anyway. More than 40% of global luxury goods production happens in Italy, and all the Italian factories, including small, family-based fashionaires, have temporarily shut down. Those stats are from McKinsey. You got anything else? Nope. All right. Stay safe, everyone. That is your e-commerce minute for today. We'll see you on the internet tomorrow. That's it for today's show. If you like the show, do us a favor and subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget, you can now listen to the e-commerce minute on your Amazon device. Just add e-commerce minute to your flash briefing. And finally, if you have a comment or suggestion or just want to say hi, find us on social media at Sumo Heavy.